listening to season 3, episode 13. Hello and welcome back to Let's Talk Shop. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Therese from the Small Business Collaborative and I work as a business mentor helping small business owners start and grow their wholesale. During this season, I am speaking with business owners about how they are doing during this COVID-19 lockdown, how their businesses are doing, if they're pivoting, if they're changing anything and really just documenting how we're feeling throughout this time as small business owners. Today on the podcast I am speaking with Becca and Chris from Truce. Truce is a lifestyle store that sells fashion and homeware it has a quite Scandi style, but they do stock lots of smaller British brands as well. And uh, we speak all about how they're doing, how their business is doing. There's some exciting news and also about trade shows, how they might find suppliers this year, what suppliers can do to help them. And also, actually, what they're looking for, because they are still looking at, for new suppliers. I think that this episode is filled with lots of tips that you can take on board and uh, if you especially if you're a small brand and I hope that you really enjoy it and if you do I would love to see where you are tuning in you can tag me on at small underscore business underscore collaborative over on Instagram I always always really appreciate seeing where you are listening and of course it helps others discover the podcast too so thank you very much for sharing and helping my business as well we recorded this on a thursday evening and chris and becca's son had just gone to bed so they are sat in their garden which by the way they shared on stories which looked very idyllic but you will be able to hear the bird song in the background which i think was really lovely so i have left it there and i have not attempted to edit it out so i hope that you enjoy this episode and here's my chat with becca and chris from truce hello becca and chris thank you so much for coming on let's talk shop Thank you for having Hi, us. Thank you so much for having us. I would love for you guys to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit more about what you do. Sure. So we are Becca and Chris Williamson. We're husband and wife and we run a lifestyle store in a little Cotswold town called Nailsworth. That's lovely. I love the Cotswolds. <laughs> Whenever we can get out, well, when we lived in London, wherever we can get out just for the like a night or something, it yeah. would generally be to the Cotswolds. Yeah. Because it's kind of near. Yeah. Beautiful part of the country. Quite an interesting little town in the Cotswolds as well. Not many people necessarily know about it, but it's kind of clustered between the kind of bigger places like Sirencester and Tetbury. But it's actually mm-hmm. a kind of great spot to get out to some of the bigger cities in this area. So we're only. 40 minutes from Bath, 40 minutes from Bristol and Cheltenham. So it's quite a good place to stay and go on day trips and things, which we find lots of people like to do. That's lovely. So do you get lots of, well, not perhaps now, but normally do you get lots of tourists? Yeah, we do. We do. I feel like people feel like it's a bit of a hidden gem. So it's a bit of a treat because it's so, it's a bit of a thriving, independent community. So it feels like a bit of a treat 
I think, to discover it and then also go to some of the more familiar, bigger cities as well. That's nice. And, and why were you, are you guys from there? Why did you end up settling there and opening a shop there? Like, like you, we also used to live in, in London and uh, we've been there, well, I guess together, not together, but eight years in total or so. And we just decided we were going to move west and we liked Bristol and we thought that uh, if we moved to Nailsworth, that's quite a nice position to get us into uh, uh, finding new jobs and whatnot. Yeah. And uh, yeah. when that didn't really work out, we decided to open our own business and we haven't really left at the moment. So we're still here five years, five years later, after moving lo- to Nailsworth. Yeah, we love it. Well, our plan was always actually to kind of use it as a bit of a stopgap, but actually we kind of fell in love with it and we had visited quite a few times before we moved here and and yeah it ended up being it suits us very nicely yeah Yeah. perfect spot did you not think you were going to stay in the countryside or did you think it was time we we were quite used to you know being able to visit supermarkets at 10 o'clock at night (laughs) get on my bus home uh, at two in the morning um a bit different now but uh, uh yeah we did imagine that we'd probably move in a city again but uh, uh we've got used to, we've, we're both uh, again from the country originally so i'm from norfolk and bex from devon so we're used to the, the quieter more uh yeah the leafier the, ne- the nature side yeah. of life i must say we moved just before lockdown and to be in a quieter place and with nature around us so during this time i you know i really appreciate it yeah, yeah absolutely it feels like a luxury doesn't it, it really it does you know like when you can walk without being worried about having to socially distance and that sort of thing it's and it's such a strong you know sense of community and that sort of thing so it's been lovely so tell me a little bit more about truce and and because you guys are quite scandy aren't you so like why did that happen i I, you don't know this but i'm from sweden actually oh oh gosh no we didn't know that it, it all started because we wanted to do something uh, that suited both uh, men and women because we would go shopping out together and we would find that there weren't too many places where we could shop together at the same time without one of us getting bored. found like there was a lot, in terms of kind of couple shopping together, there was a lot for kind of one or the other, but often you would end up feeling bored or hurried to kind of make decisions in 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 places that you wanted to kind of browse and spend a bit more time in and we wanted to create an environment a store environment where people felt less pressured because there was something for both parties so that's why it's called truce in fact so that kind of harmonious shopping experience that we try and aim for so yeah both both parties are happy really and we we wanted to go for a modern aesthetic which suits the the scandy style suits very nicely yeah but we do also have british brands like tom pigeon yeah. uh, very nice uh, graphical uh, geometric uh, design aesthetic yeah and i think it, what's interesting here um in particular because we kind of know, knew a lot of these brands the brands that we stock now a lot of them from when we were in London and from traveling and we didn't have a business but we we kind of had a eye for design through both of our backgrounds that mm. we wanted to kind of bring that to this area too because a lot of the kind of 
traditional Cotswold towns have have a, a beautiful aesthetic, but it's quite a kind of prescriptive one. Yeah. And actually, just vintage, but, yeah. retro, very traditional, isn't it? Some of the shops. Yeah, exactly. And I think even though you may have it, like we live in a little converted barn, but that's not mm. the way we want it all to feel kind of country. You, a lot of people like to mix styles now, don't they? And also maybe go for something a bit more modern in a more traditional setting. So I think that's... Yeah, that contrast yeah. is great. Yeah, I think that's kind of why we tend to stand out a bit in the area that we're in too, which we quite quite like to surprise people that we're there if that makes sense yeah and how how do you divide up the buying then because do you kind of divide it so do you do everything together how does that work yeah we do we do work together when it comes to buying we obviously have our own sort of specialist interests and our own opinions about what what we like and what uh, might uh, be appealing to our customers i tend to let beck pick more on the jewelry side of uh, <laughs> yeah, uh yeah. it's, it's yeah. not really my scene and you I try do and more men's work i try yeah. and give back a steer on the clothing side yeah i think um a lot of a lot of the kind of brands originally that we started with um were actually quite heavily inspired by so my background is in marketing and i worked as a color expert for Gilux paint so i was doing a lot of um interior based shoots working with a lot of stylists doing a lot of kind of colour visualisation in people's homes. So a lot of the interior side was definitely heavily influenced from that side of things. And then Chris's background is more tech-based within retail. So a lot of the brands that we have on that side of the business, you'd kind of come across and experience. Yeah, and I'd worked with. Yeah. yeah. So um, it kind of fits quite nicely. And then obviously we have naturally fall into kind of areas that you feel more... Yeah, that you have more of a kind of eye for. So yeah, jewelry. Well, and and me. your uh, your previous work, you're very into trend forecasting yeah, as well. Yeah. So I would certainly come to you when it came to ordering about yeah. what's going to be yeah further out popular and... in a few months' time or in the next years or so. What colours would be uh, yeah involved in fashion? Yeah, exactly. That sounds like it's complementing your your skill sets are complementing each other really well. How have you found running a business together? I mean, I think, I think like any <laughs> any couple in business, you probably have you try and keep your roles fairly specific because I think that does help in terms of making sure you kind of own certain areas. But there's definitely, you know, crossover. And yeah, at times we probably disagree a little on on certain things, but I think it's healthy. It's good to kind of challenge each other and try and get, you know, the other one to see it from a slightly different perspective or challenge it from the insight that we have from what our customers buy into. And I think what's interesting is you don't ever probably switch off from it with it being kind of you work together and, and you live together. So we do we do talk about it a lot. <laughs> talk about it before we go yeah that must be a big challenge yeah but we're really passionate about it so I think it's different to to kind of previous jobs in a way when you're doing it for yourself and you're and it's your business and it's our family business I think that's your drive and your motivation it doesn't feel like a big drain all the time you know it's it's a different kind of feeling and you feel excited about 
what's going to happen next, what we're going to do next. And yeah. 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 And how great, you know, one of the things that with that lots of business owners feel when you run a business by yourself is that, you know, you wish you have that person to kind of bounce ideas off. Yeah. And you, you always have that person. Yeah, absolutely. Well, so, That's a really certainly good point, when, when we first started, I was uh, working on the business and in the shop you know, by myself while Beck was still commuting to work. And that was definitely difficult for the first sort of 18 months, having to do a lot of the work by by myself because Beck obviously had her own work to do. She couldn't do as much as she yeah. uh, wanted to. And that was really a, a big uh, difference. And one of the main reasons why we've grown so much in the last 18 months as opposed to the first 18 months. Oh, thank you. Mm. <laughs> no, it is true. I, I think that's a really important thing actually about the having someone to bounce ideas off and and all and sometimes just about having the reassurance yeah just yeah or even if if you've had a difficult customer someone to just like pick you up yeah yeah 100 percent. yeah yeah and how 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 have you found business during this time so of course, your physical shop has had to close. Yeah. But what what have you done? Have you changed what you're doing otherwise? How's it going? Yeah, I think it's been steady. I would say what we originally kind of forecast, we feel like we are doing better than we expected. I think we kind of went worst case scenario to begin with when it was all a bit like, okay, everything is shut down. I think we're definitely seeing some kind of trends around shopping behavior so there's kind of steadier weeks and then the kind of week like last week for example before the kind of big announcement on Sunday you definitely Mm. see a kind of dwindling as people are kind of getting nervous about you know the next announcement but then once people feel it's like any yeah Yeah. any consistent once they feel reassured again or they feel a bit like okay I know what's happening again now then things things kind of go back back to normal yeah exactly so I think I'd say steady and I'd say in terms of what we're kind of changing obviously online is our primary focus now so we're just trying to make sure that basically that's reflective of what a kind of in-store experience with us is like and just trying to make it as easy as possible for people so offering things like free local delivery we we actually always only charge postage yeah. over ten pounds. That's something we've always done anyway to encourage. Oh, brilliant! Yeah, and because we just didn't want that to be a barrier really for people. Yeah, and also collaborating more, I would say. So we've been working with other kind of small local brands, even in our town, to do things like gift boxes, so that we're kind of supporting other independents, and also just through social media, really, like getting involved in giveaways competitions that are kind of aimed at like the key workers making sure that there's a kind of focus beyond just us selling things to people Mm. I think that's really important at the moment that people feel valued and you know it's not just about sell 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 if that makes sense yeah I think that resonates with people more the whole experience I mean we're missing shopping aren't we (laughs) Yeah, that's it. What would you say, like, do you know, like, has your online sales always been an important part of your your sales or is it now had to just take focus? Of course, well, it has in a certain degree, but was it important before too? It was certainly important in terms of 
helping keep the stock ticking over and being able to reach various parts of the country and around the world yeah. where obviously you can't uh, with a mm. plot. And again, it's one of the reasons we picked uh, some of the brands that we did was that they had a international and national uh, visibility and were heard of around the country and mm. having people suddenly not being able to go to a shop, they then search for it on uh, online and hopefully come across some smaller independent yeah. businesses to, to buy from. Yeah, we try and do a mix mm. don't we, of kind of those those bigger, interesting brands, but also the smaller, local, more independent um businesses and I think I mean I I think we've always taken it seriously because we Chris actually launched the website a month after we opened the physical shop yeah we oh, wow. that we couldn't we could especially with being in a smaller place that's not necessarily yeah. so well known having that online presence has been kind of critical to reach a kind of broader audience, yeah, the wider audience. and and to kind of create a sustainable retail business I think these days you have to be you have to be online so I think we've always had quite a strong focus I think like anyone we always feel like there's there's stuff that we could be doing better on our website and you know making the experience better so we just like continuously look at that really don't we and try and make sure yeah. that people have a we're not natural uh, coders and programmers, no. so it's definitely uh, <laughs> out of our comfort zone, yeah. Um, yeah. outside of the shop. Yeah, it's hard, isn't it? It's like you make one little change and then you have to change so many things. Yeah. <laughs> I also think um, social media, though, now, especially Instagram now, has opened up another kind of route to to kind of... Customers. Yeah, exactly. And it's not all, it's not all kind of website, but a lot of selling i think over the last few weeks even just through dialogue on facebook or uh, facebook on instagram has been quite critical because i think some people still want that they want to have contact with you they want to ask mm-hmm. questions they want to kind of you know um, and do it in a familiar setting yeah. with uh, something like instagram is, yeah uh, definitely beneficial. yeah exactly it feels more i've definitely seen more people sort of not hard selling but presenting things and using stories more to sell and IGTV videos more to sell or present what they have or lives and that sort of thing yeah. than before yeah definitely how's your suppliers been uh, have they been in touch with you guys what have have they changed anything yeah well or helped you in any way there have been some suppliers that have been really sort of hard hit by well, in their own supply mm. chains, so uh, lockdowns in China and uh, in India have hurt their products, but they've been very proactive and reached out to us and said, you know, we've got this amount of stock in the UK, but once it's gone, it, we're not going to get any more for a while. And others have been in touch to say, well, yeah, if you want to do any sort of collaborations or if you need anything, just let us know. We can reduce quantity orders. We can reduce the minimum quantity amount, the total amount that you spend to get orders so people have been very proactive yeah uh, and helping uh, us to uh, maintain our stock levels and maintain um, customer sales as well and have you been able to place orders during this time yes yes most of our uh, as i said most of our if not all of them have um, remained open in some capacity to send orders out yeah and i think we quite firmly believe like if we're still being supported which by our, by our customers that we we want to keep that money moving and we want to keep you know keep our suppliers going too because they are what makes our business yes. ultimately 
we want to make sure that they're okay too. So we've been trying to kind of spread the money around and, you know, even if, even if it's a small order, like at least keep, you know, keep that money moving really and making sure that people feel like, yeah, we want to keep working together and keep, yeah. And I do feel even though we're stuck in our homes, people still want to see new products. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. haven't had them before and... I think that's been important to uh, this time of year. We do we get a lot of new interiors that come through and jewelry designs that yeah. come out. So we've been trying to uh, to buy new things as well that haven't been sort of tested in a, in a, in a shop space, yeah. but um, yeah, still still important for people to see. Yeah, and I do I do think a lot of the the small brands, especially, have been really agile and have kind of figured out ways to you know produce new and also kind of shoot and make little kind of at home um studio spaces to shoot their new products and you know they're they're being really kind of nimble in it all and trying to make sure okay well you've still got content you've still got what you need to be able to kind of sell this product for us so yeah things like that have been really helpful and just showing newness being very visible I think has been important so that they stay on your radar and you kind of like interested by what's coming next yeah absolutely and have you have you what's been selling well what what sort of have you seen any clear bestsellers definitely um or probably nothing that shocking but um green living in general like lots of plant pots and planters obviously people who do yeah people who have gardens or um balconies or who you know have a lot of house plants they want to kind of nurture that especially at the moment don't, don't they I think turning to hmm. is so critical at the moment so lots in that kind of area and and I think also just with being in our homes a lot more we're seeing a lot of kind of home accessories cushions and things prints you know where people have been looking at things in their house and wanting to change them and kind of taking the opportunity to the other area I'd say is gifting so obviously with being kind of in lockdown and not being able to see people people want to kind of send something yeah a lot of people not buying for themselves yeah a lot buying of, for other people yeah um, have you been asked to write lots of cards and stuff yeah I love that part I, um, I feel like that I feel like I'd love to keep that going um, funny names on the addresses as well oh gosh yeah really <laughs> awkward names that are obviously a, a kind of in joke between them we're like oh god do we have to write that on this postage stamp i just yeah it's very awkward <laughs> it amazes me i used to work somewhere where, where you know we had to write cards sometimes and that how honest people are when you know when someone else is going to write their card sometimes yeah it's incredible <laughs> especially some of the ones that we've written like it feels like a bit of an honor really yeah you just feel, fault, so yeah, yeah some really lovely messages and yeah. you just feel like oh you hope that they'll open it and they'll just have a big smile on their face and maybe just feel better for even if it's just for a moment um yeah i'm sure people yeah feel like i hope that. so and then the only other area really skincare so soaps moisture obviously everyone's hands at the moment are just Ruined, <laughs> yes anything that makes the hands feel better i think yeah top of the list <laughs> yeah anything i mean that because we have to wash them so much but in general i think when things are kind of tough beauty products yeah. does quite well yeah. usually because people want to yeah. treat themselves so pick me up isn't it make you kind of feel I don't think I ever had that many baths yeah. as I've had during you this know, time. I am exactly the same because our bath is absolutely tiny, so I never 
artist yeah, too. So I never have that desire. You know, I don't have one of these lovely roll tops that everyone has on Instagram. I just have this tiny bar. But even that has been appealing <laughs> during. <laughs> yeah, I don't usually have the patience, but the time actually, yeah, got the time. <laughs> yeah. Now all of a sudden, it's like, yeah, it, it's I've got bath salts. <laughs> I bought new stuff. <laughs> so, have you been um been approached by any new suppliers? Are you still considering new suppliers? Or are you sticking with what you have in terms of? you know the people that you yeah. already buy from a couple of approaches are not many not as many as i would say normally and no. i don't know if that's maybe people feel a bit nervous to ask at the moment perhaps but I, actually we've been on the lookout for some haven't we and um in certain areas that we want to kind of grow our brands in and uh, yeah mm. but not a lot kind of coming to us a few but not yeah not so what are you looking for so a few areas we've been looking at jewelry is one of them and artwork so kind of prints wall art we've been looking at is there another one there's another area isn't there always looking at menswear oh menswear yeah, yeah. and tech oh yes because yeah. um one of our brands isn't operating anymore are they so yeah. we're looking at another brand unfortunately to yeah so yeah we and and that is unfortunately the nature of what's happening at the moment is obviously we we will continue to support who supply us but obviously if for any reason they decide to stop at the moment or you know because these circumstances are so challenging, challenging aren't they um, mm. yeah we uh, there is a bit of that it is and and you know you have to I suppose you can't even do anything if they have supply chain issues or cash flow issues, whatever it might be right now. But it may be that they're already kind of going that way anyway, and this is just unfortunately... Yeah. I mean, we've seen it on the high street, haven't we, with people that we sort of thought or heard rumors of and they can't last long in this climate. No, and even some of the strongest you know the the people that you would think were kind of unshakable have been um Mm. by it haven't they so it's yeah yeah absolutely so do you welcome people still to get in touch then yeah absolutely absolutely and we always review everything that we get sent don't we and and look at the fit with the business and look at you know margins and yeah if it works for us um yeah so yeah that's good. Well, that's good to hear because I think that a lot of people are feeling unsure. I get asked at least once a day, you know, should I be reaching out? What should I be doing? And I've sort of, my thing has been like, of course, in the beginning, we all panicked. So that 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 took a while to get over. But I've sort of said, you know, you could start now. If people don't want to hear it, they're just going to ignore it. <laughs> basically or they might not have the capacity there to get back to everyone because they're homeschooling and doing all these things but but no one's going to be I don't think anyone's going to be offended by someone reaching out and especially if they do it in the kind of you know and which I'm sure everyone does in a kind of respectful way and and Mm. circumstances and and you know put something sensible forward that yeah if they just think it's a good fit then why not yeah I mean, you should, I think that people should always research who they reach out to anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So 
Otherwise, you're just spending time for no reason. That's it. And I, I think that is a big one, actually, because I think sometimes you do get things where you think, have you, have you actually looked at what we do? Because it doesn't necessarily feel like the right fit. And I know sometimes we may... You don't know sometimes. Yeah, exactly. exactly. But, but sometimes it's so strange, yeah, right? It's really <laughs> strange. And you think, what? <laughs> yeah are you on the right website like I don't know (laughs) yeah sometimes it's so strange but sometimes I've done that where I've you know later gone and visit and I'm I'm like uh, yeah that's why they've been ignoring me for a year (laughs) I mean this doesn't fit at all (laughs) and you kind of think it does because you know sometimes you don't know online but that's true but I have people that do pitch to come on the podcast and sometimes I you know it's very clear that they don't know that we focus on you know it's retail and wholesale yeah 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 um general so I'm sure it happens well you get that sort of thing all the time (laughs) so looking ahead then what do you feel what what do you think you're going to have to do when you it's time to open up again have you started making any plans do you think you have to adjust stuff yeah we've we've done something slightly wild (laughs) in terms of what we're doing next so we haven't actually announced it yet but um we actually secured a second store in Bristol literally just as we were locking down yeah wow that's so exciting (laughs) I think people probably think we're like completely bonkers but um but we'd been working towards it for the last 18 months haven't we and and it's been really tough to find in Bristol the right space and the right location at the right kind of price that we felt we could kind of confidently do it. So we've kind of been working away in the background, trying to get that ready. Not we have to be honest, we're we're nowhere near ready to open because we haven't really been wanting to travel over there and things, have we? Um with with um lockdown. No. But um I think we'll start now to kind of chip away at it won't we and get it get it ready well you're sort of allowed now I suppose and and you live together already so yeah 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 yeah. the um the other answer to the question is that it's it's very difficult to know what we've got to do until we've been given guidance uh as to what we have to do yeah Uh, yes of course it's uh, our, our little town is uh has a very narrow uh street that you you walk along up to our shop and in normal circumstances, you wouldn't be able to uh, uh, socially distance yourselves from anyone else walking down the road. It's obviously been okay without traffic. Yeah. You can walk mm. down the road, but if if we're being told we can open up and go back to the shops on a on a normal day with cars in the road, you, they're going to have to work out how to uh, how to allow people back out and into the towns yeah. without mm. bumping into each other. Yeah. So I think our plan is. We're going to chat to the local council, maybe chat to the mayor, see what their plans are with the town, whether they're going to try and do any kind of help with the kind of traffic situation and and allow people more space if they want people kind of out and about. But I think it's also going to be reading the situation as to whether people want want to, you know. Mm. At the moment, everyone's kind of got comfortable with online and it's going to be interesting to see when things kind of lift further how people feel about going into shops again and I think whatever whatever happens we'll do everything that 
is expected but if we feel like if we felt like it wasn't safe or comfortable for people then we would probably continue to operate largely online until things get you know ease up further I think that's fair too in the smaller town right yeah I feel like if people are commuting into London for work they are not going to mind going into the shops and commuting yeah that's it I think it is very location based and and unfortunately our store in Nailsworth is quite long and narrow so we'd have to do we would we would need to do some kind of space planning to make sure that people had enough room that we weren't kind of in their space, that we are, we're protective, our staff are protected. Um, Whereas, to be honest, the space, the new space in Bristol for our second store, that has more room and um, more room around it. More room around it for people to get in and out of. It is more shoppable. So we may end up potentially opening that one as a physical store and then running Nailsworth for now as a kind of online business, if that makes sense, or kind of by appointment or Mm. something to make it kind of comfortable for people because I think that's that's what's important now yeah. and, and making sure that people feel safe and comfortable. Absolutely. And if you have more space in Bristol too, yeah. plus the people will be taking, some people I'm sure will be coming on train to go to work and stuff. It's a bit different in yeah. the city. Yeah, yeah cool. I think I think you're right. Yeah, and also I think I think that people are going to be really patient with in the sense like I wouldn't mind standing outside waiting for my yeah. turn to go in. Yeah, I hope so. If that's what's gonna it's gonna take to keep everyone safe, then that's what we'll have to do. And it may just be those first few weeks are a bit odd, and people aren't you know people don't really know what's expected, and then it's a bit like now everyone's just doing it aren't they they've all fallen into what Mm. it was a bit well it has been weird the whole time but you've almost got used to the 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 oddness of it all yeah just I think everyone adjusts so well in these situations and just makes the best of it don't they yeah absolutely and in terms of what you're buying do you think you're going to change what you're buying for Christmas do you normally go quite seasonal or we do we do have some good seasonal uh, uh, Danish uh, design products they tend to be really popular actually we try not to go because because we are also quite like sustainably focused we try Mm. not to go too kind of so seasonal that it feels like throwaway we tend to go for things that are like you know especially at christmas i think things that you're going to keep things that are Mm. um things you're going to bring out each year yeah exactly yeah special oh i'll be honest i haven't really thought about christmas yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah i know we should be we totally should be starting to think about it but we um We've probably been a bit, <laughs> a little bit preoccupied, but this is why actually it's always good to get prompts from suppliers because actually, yeah, of course, that's what we normally get. <laughs> yeah, yes. we normally are going to a show, you know, going to see stuff physically, aren't we, to get ideas. So anything that suppliers can do, brands can do to kind of nudge you into, you know, getting <laughs> getting organised and getting stuff. Yeah, it's great. But again, if people are going to be home more around Christmas time, then it's it's going to be a good good time to be getting in Christmas related products. Yeah. Because people will want to make it feel really special being at home. Yeah, especially. After- yeah, of course. And if we're not out spending money on eating out and seeing people the yeah. same way, we're going to want to spend them to at home. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. I think so. And do you think about trade shows? Do you normally go to trade shows? We do go to some, yeah. So we'd normally go to things like Clerkenwell and we sometimes go to Top Draw, sometimes go to Jackets. Um, London Design Fair. London Design Festival. And yeah, yeah, quite a few. And and actually we had planned, we were supposed to go to Stockholm. Copenhagen. Oh, sorry, Copenhagen. The three um, Days of Design. Three Days of show. Design May. But obviously, that's yeah. this week. Yeah, tonight we're going to be there tonight. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes, tonight. tonight. Oh, yeah. don't say that. Oh no, <laughs> sorry. Last <laughs> wine now. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we do tend to we look we do a lot of online research as well as kind of going to to shows because I think like anyone, time and money to do all this stuff is is always a bit tight. So. Yeah, we try and do a bit of both, don't we? Yeah. Yeah. And do you think you will maybe skip trade shows this year now or what do you think? That's a good question actually. I I Well, they might uh yeah. They might be cancelled, I don't I I know some have cancelled, haven't they? But uh Then mo the ones that are coming up soon, but I think it's September they're not cancelled. I think it would totally depend where things are at by yeah. September. I wouldn't feel um bad about going to one. If it was if it, okay to do that. If it was that. deemed kind of safe to, yeah. yeah. And you did you need to call the precautions. I think that the latest government, because the big shows are speaking to them weekly. I spoke to the Giftware Association the other day and they said, you know, there should be no, re- like large organized event, there should be no reason why they can't function, you know, in a similar way like the supermarkets does. Yeah, that's right, true. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So the goal is for them to go ahead, certainly now. I mean, I think it's always it's always the best thing if you can go and speak to the person, ideally that's the maker, and yeah. their products. Have them explain, have their, them explain their story, yeah. you know, their process. Mm. See, the, the, see things physically, be able to see the colours properly, the thinner. Yeah, it's always going to be better to go to a show if you can. Of course. And with the new supplier, would you now get on like a video call for them to present to you when we can't see each other? Yeah. yeah we haven't been asked to do that. But, no, uh, we haven't actually. That's uh, really- no, it's just something that's come up recently. And I was just thinking, well, how does retailers feel about that? How would you feel? I think I'd probably... I'd be happy to do it. I think I'd maybe send a sample so that we have something physical to kind of look at as they're talking to us, you know, even if, yeah, j- just to get an idea. Just because you get the story more and make that connection, I think. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Oh, maybe we'll see if it starts happening. You'll have to let me know if anyone gets in touch and offers to to do it. <laughs> Because I'd love to hear if it's happening. Yeah. We'll let you know. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you so much for coming on the show and having such a long chat. It's been great to find out more about you guys and your business. Thank, thank you. you for having us. Thank you for asking us. No, it's great. And and can you ch- share how people can connect with you guys and where they can buy from you? So we're online, obviously. So our URL is truceonline.co.uk. And then we're also on Instagram at Truce Online and on Facebook too, but we tend to use Instagram the most. Yeah. Uh, most of us do now, I feel. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It's the most connected. When you get an email, actually, I forgot to ask this. When you get an email from a potential st- um, brand, do you click on their Instagram first or their website first? 
Ooh. I go to the website. Ooh. I don't know, actually. I Probably a mixture for me. It's very interesting. Uh, it's... It depends on, like, the brand name sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> like, if it rings a bell, maybe. If you've been talking yeah, to them maybe. on Instagram, maybe. I always go to look to see what they're actually making. If it had, on the okay. And then I'll look at, see how they're presenting yeah. it. That's nice. It's interesting to hear what, what different, you know, how we how we view things. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. It's been lovely to chat. And, and I hope you have a really lovely rest of the week. Thank, thank you, you very so much. much. You too. Thank you so much to Becca and Chris for taking so much time to chat with me. And thank you to all of you who are listening. I really, really appreciate it. And I hope that you find comfort and inspiration in these stories. I will be back in the next few days with another episode where I will be speaking to another retailer, this time a stationery shop. And I hope that you have a great time until then and that you stay safe and positive and healthy. Thank you very much. I hope to see you back soon.